the action. against the poll tax. It was a lovely day. A peaceful anti-poll tax demonstration erupted in violent clashes between police and some 70,000 protesters, leading to what the authorities called the most serious riots London had seen in over a century. We went on co coaches. It was a lovely day. There was children, mothers, fathers, children, and it was all nice. It was really good. Good day. We were all happy, marching, singing. But as we were going through, we noticed um, in the sides and everything, the police and on um, mounted police. So after George Floyd's, I was shielding a home so the collective trauma that the black community felt um, an example of how it manifested for me was that i couldn't eat or sleep and i was just reliving my own trauma within the police we're all behaving and everything but i think they they just wanted to they just wanted trouble because all of a sudden the marshals the marshal came and said um, get back to the bridge Get back, get back to the coaches, there's trouble. Get back quick. And so we all, we all had to go and oh, it was terrible. It was chaos, fighting and everything. We were in the coach. It, it was terrible, but it was the, it was the police, the government or someone that caused it all because everyone was having a, a lovely time.
And I was also pro- projecting what could happen to my children because I have two beautiful black boys who could very much come into contact with a police officer who decides not to judge them based on who they are or how lawful they're being, but the fact that they're black and they probably might commit an offence and could kill them just because they fancy it. And I suppose I became more aware politically as well as socially. And I joined the Labour Party um, in 1980-something, 1981, I think it was, and I've been a member ever since. So I felt quite powerless and angry and upset and frustrated and terrified and fearful and every horrible emotion. And quite often when you feel in a place of disempowerment and when you feel that you are fearful, you fight back in any way that you can. Well, the first proper action was uh, I'm a member of the Labour Party, so I was in the women's section. There was plenty of action there. So I used the resources I had at home and I set up a social media platform to sort of educate people on BLM. My posts were quite popular and quite a lot of people were copying and pasting and using the stuff that I'd written to help basically provide a counter-narrative to the racism that is spewed online so often. With thousands of chapters worldwide, Black Lives Matter is a global movement to dismantle racism and has a strong, active Merseyside chapter. So I've been on um, demonstrations, marches um, against um, nuclear weapons, um, marching for CND and against uh, apartheid, marching for the anti-apartheid movement, um, picketed the South African embassy uh, in London and um, yeah, been on quite a few campaign against the arms trade as well, uh, um, marches that I've, I've been on. You see, people were starving in the miners' strike. They couldn't get any money. And so I was collecting, or you know, to get this kind of help. When a woman came up to me and spat in my face. In 2001, just two months before to move to Liverpool, I took part into a, a global protest in Genoa in Italy uh, against the, uh, the G8 and all the decisions that were made on the world scene. Uh, that was quite a, almost a traumatic event, really, because there was a lot of police violence, a lot of tear gas. It was the first time I found myself in such a situation, and uh, one of the protesters got killed at the time. But once the lockdown restrictions were eased off, um, we did several protests, and we've been up and down the country, and we've basically just been flying the flag of anti-racism ever since. the organising secretary of the Labour Party. So I helped organise elections, I helped organise canvassing, I helped organise getting the leaflets out. 
Um, and then I was counsellor for Speak. Police 89, we decided that um, we should try to get more women on. So we wanted more women to stand. So I was talked into uh, standing. So it's also okay. I probably won't be, be picked anyway. Yeah, I, I worry um, a lot with um, commercialism and the mainstream media and how how subtle and um, toxic these gender messages we're all getting all the time um, are on yeah on how on what what's possible for each of us as individuals and collectively. The Liverpool Dockers dispute, one of the first campaigns to use the internet to spread the word, has now seen two years of action. The dock company locked the gates and then sent men on motorbikes round with their, their P45s and dismissal notices. Uh, they sacked every one of them, the whole workforce. So uh, there was a meeting and um, they were going to have a rally in town and I've been ringing the radio, it was, you know, people were saying stuff on the Roger Phillips show and I'd ring and, you know, put them right on stuff that was happening and, you know, what was going on in the docks and all this sort of thing. So I uh, went down to St George's Hall on the Saturday to the rally. So I set up to recruit more people in the union and recruit more women in particular to become union reps. Because when I became a, a union rep, I was the only woman on the branch committee. And Kevin said, We're talking about forming a women's group. So that, you know, struck fear in your heart because you thought a women's group, like the women have never been involved in disputes on the docks. 2011, when the budget cuts go further, or uh, I think Liverpool, uh, in a lot of cities, the youth surface disappeared. But Liverpool tried really hard to keep the youth surface going. All the staff in the Pagoda Community Centre were redundant, uh, even the cleaner. So we became the Women of the Waterfront, which was abbreviated to WOW. So everyone called us the WOWs. So we talked to the council and said, um, can the Pagoda Art continue using the centre? And we volunteer to managing all the social welfare part side, like the community side, in order for us to stay in the centre. We have such a mixed load of people coming to Sanctuary. We have a lot of family members who are suffering like I did many years ago. I think we are the only service in Liverpool that deals with family support for substance misuse. Um, other agencies did have it, um, but the funding stopped. The women used to meet every Wednesday night and the children would be there. So that we had to politicise our children so they understood everything that was um, happening and going on. Meanwhile, um, people were... Um, they had no income, um, they were living off their savings. So we did a little course, a welfare rights course, because some things you could go to prison for then, you know, if you didn't pay your rates, that was prisonable. So 
you know, all this sort of thing. And where to apply, how to apply, help people fill in forms. And to, like still now, we're still doing it uh, voluntarily. We don't get any funding on that side of uh, work. But we just felt we want to continue to provide this service for the community. While all this is going on, women are on the picket lines every day. They're still doing delegations. So you, all of this you're dealing with, as well as the normality of life, all the things that are going on in your own life. And myself, I got, uh, I've done a lot of volunteer work for a housing association called um, Home Group. And they trained me in scrutiny and I trained me as, as an assessor. So I assess all over the country, uh, all different kinds of services, from mental health, domestic violence, post-traumatic stress. I've been involved in Liverpool Cares. I, I do uh, quite a few voluntary work. I do voluntary work for the blind in Bradbury Fields. And I do voluntary work in St George's Hall the Town Hall, Liverpool Town Hall, and Liverpool Cruise Terminal. I'm also um, uh, on the board of a family support group with people with alcohol or drug issues. And um, I went there with, when, um, to get some counselling and they ended up staying there, volunteering. They never where to go. I was always offered the job. Why don't you come and stay here? Women join us, women join us, raise your voices, raise your voices, help make a fairer world, help make a fairer world, we can together, we can together. We became involved with Friends of the Earth, Greenpeace, the Anarchists, Reclaim the Street. The rallies were unbelievable. Um, women's health. What we and they were wanting to do was to open up the discussion about women's health. I've been a vegetarian for a long time and uh, I'm very involved in, uh, very concerned about animal welfare and about the food we eat. Uh, I follow quite a lot of um, feminist activists on, on Instagram. Every Tuesday with a group of women who were raising the grandchildren because they, their mum and dad's dead of drugs or drink or doing long-term sentences. So the ladies, we help them get the benefits. But also with the, with the Rotunda, 
we worked with Liverpool Community College and the Adult Learning Service and the WA, all of them put money into the Rotunda, which meant we could pr provide what we call free, flexible and accessible education. I was chair of the Communities Against Poverty and we went to um, work with the uh, MPs, met with them in London. We, we were going to London um, every year with our grandchildren with us. We were in Parliament. We, we, you know, we sat them down on the floor. We argued with the politicians. And I got caught up again with marches and going places. We used to do in the Labour Party a lot of by-elections. Yeah, in um, autumn of 2011, there was a movement that started called Occupy New York. And I was amazed, you know, they'd occupied Zuccotti Park in um, Manhattan. And it was against really the bankers and, you know, the way that there was all the, ba the bailouts of banks, you know, it was when there was the global crash. And people, they were just sick of the system, really. More than 2,300 camps have been established in cities around the world as the Occupy movement spreads. Its message simple, inequality is wrong, capitalism has failed us. I, was, I remember I wrote in the social centre in Liverpool, next to nowhere, I remember writing out slips of paper, check out Occupy New York on Twitter, on Facebook, and I was like, giving them out to people because nothing was really happening here. And then the Mon Wellington Monument by St George's Hall, it's been occupied. There's all tents there. So I went straight there and uh, it was amazing. Let's pause a moment. Time for thought. Imagine how we'd live if women led the government and humane laws exist. With women such as these in charge, equality would thrive. Integrity, commitment and hard work would be their guide. The power in these women's acts. Their awe-inspiring ways. Don't underestimate them now. What could stand in their way?